What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Free Method Podcast, Sloan Elizabeth. I am excited to have you here, excited for this conversation. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here also. Yeah. yeah. So I would love just to start and have you kind of tell our listeners a little more just about you, about your story. Um, Yeah. Totally. So yes, I am a food freedom coach and holistic wellness expert, and I teach women how to eat with love and intuition. So it's a blend of intuitive eating, spirituality, manifestation, and gentle nutrition. Um, and I've been guiding women and some men actually um, around the world for many years now. And I love blending the science of nutrition and psychology and neuroscience with the spiritual I know we're going to talk about, you know, how to listen to your body and yeah. how to understand your body cues. And when I went through my own food freedom healing journey and body image journey, really what helped me the most was connecting to my intuition on a more spiritual level. So that's why mm. I incorporate that into pretty much everything that I do now with yeah. my clients and my own life. Yeah, which I feel like is such a huge piece. Um, I know for me too, like I feel like it's very easy to look at like the food and the science aspect and see it as so black and white. And I'm, a lot of the clients we work with, it's like, here's the good foods, here's the bad foods. I can't have this, I need to have this. So really trying to bring in more of that like, okay, but how does that feel in your body? What like actually feels good? Where did you even learn those things to be true? Like getting curious with your thoughts, really digging beyond just like what the the facts or the science may tell us. Um, and it's, it's so interesting because I feel like that then leads to like so much freedom and so much more help for people when they think that help equals like, oh, I need to follow all these rules. Yeah. I love allowing people to kind of have that space to go into a more expansive vision of what health is and mm-hmm. give permission to say, yeah, health is more than just your physical well-being and your physical Mm -hmm. fitness. Like what makes you the happiest? And could we include that into your definition of health? And that's so Mm -hmm. exciting for a lot of people. And I feel like it's a really big relief when we realize, okay, my, you know, my emotional well-being and my spiritual well-being and my social well-being is just as important as my physical well-being. Yes. Absolutely. And I think it's so easy for people to put like physical well-being on top. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's interesting because when you really peel back the curtain, it's like, okay, maybe I'm like, I think I'm prioritizing my physical well-being, but then all these other facets of my health, spiritual, social, et cetera, are like running on empty. Yeah. And then also maybe my physical well-being isn't as great as I think it is either. Like, right, right. Because like when we're stressed, you. like mm-hmm. in all those other areas of life, then it negatively impacts health and fitness. And I think that a lot of people 
look at intuitive eating or food freedom and they're worried that that means they can no longer care about their physical health. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever hear that from clients. Oh gosh, like, yeah. <laughs> right. Like I don't, I don't want to become unhealthy. I don't want to, you know, never eat a salad again, mm-hmm. but the physical health is still important. It's mm-hmm. just not more important in my opinion than yes. any of those other aspects. Yes, absolutely. We, we talk about over here a lot as like, these buckets of like, we want them all to be like, hopefully equally balanced. Of like, we have your bucket of physical health and emotional health and spiritual health. But like, if one of them is like overflowing, which oftentimes it is like the physical health one, mm-hmm. then it's like something else has to like sacrifice when right. like we could work to find like this balance of, you know, physical health and social, emotional, all these other pieces. Yeah. And that's why holistic health is so exciting to me because mm-hmm like abundance breeds more abundance. And when you feel Mm -hmm. secure and safe and content in one area of Mm -hmm. your life or your health, like in one bucket, you're going to just like that. It's going to be a trickle effect Mm -hmm. and right. Like positively reinforce the balance that you're finding in all those other areas of life. And it should all support each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people, when they first hear this, they may think, okay, well, how do I like balance all three buckets or all five buckets? Mm-hmm. Like, do I have to think, okay, does this yeah. decision, like positively or negatively impact all five of those? And I think that in the beginning, there might be a little bit more intentional thought, a little bit more curiosity. But eventually, at least my goal for my clients, and I'm sure it's the same for you, is like for this to become second nature yes, and for it to be absolutely. pretty easy and pretty quick to decide if it's a hell yes for that holistic system or if yeah. it's a hell no for the holistic yeah. system. Mm, that's I'm, I'm so glad you said that because that's so true. We're like all of these things at first may feel like you're having to put more like effort and thought into it. But the goal is over time, those are becoming like habitual. Those are becoming like subconscious where you're not even really having to like think about it. It's just like how, who you are, the type of person you are, the type of actions that you take. Yeah. I love that. And it's so worth it because as you said, yes, in the beginning, like if you're healing your relationship with food or your body image, there will be effort, but would you rather put in more effort now so that you can have effortlessness and ease and peace in the long Mm. run, or maybe keep distracting yourself, keep hiding, keep using band-aid solutions. So it's like a little bit lower effort, but that effort is going Mm. to continue taking up time and energy until you decide to actually Mm. heal. Yes. Uh, that's such a good way to put all of that. And so you mentioned we were going to kind of talk and unpack a little more like listening to your body. And I think when, for people listening, like if we were to even ask them, like, what do you think it means to like listen to your body? I'm sure we'd get different answers just across the board. And yeah. we'd probably get a lot of like blank stares of like, I don't know, what does that mean? Um, so I'd love to just kind of hear from you, like, if you have clients ask you that, or even when you're kind of talking about this concept of like listening to your body, like, what is that? What does that mean? Yeah. So I like to break things up into three pieces. Three, I feel like is always the number. And so there's listening to your body. And I think it's important to recognize that listening isn't the only step in Mm -hmm. actually being on the same team as your body, because you could listen and understand that your body is giving you something, Mm -hmm. some sort of cue, but -hmm. you could have no idea what that cue is actually communicating, right? Like, is that hunger or is it anxiety? Mm -hmm. So the second piece is understanding, and then you can understand it and basically not 
do anything about mm. it, right? You yes. could understand, oh, wait, this is hunger. And then you could choose to restrict or to not eat. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's listening, then understanding, and then implementing. Mm, that's good. You have to be open to listening in order to even like start that line of communication. Mm -hmm. And I find that so many people are not listening because they're just, you know, blocking out the hunger mm -hmm. cues. They're following intermittent fasting and, you yeah. know, who cares if I'm hungry? Like I can't mm -hmm. eat. I'm not even going to listen. Um, so listening and opening up the communication channel, creating a way for your body to speak to you mm -hmm. is the very first step. And then when it comes to, okay, so how do you actually listen? This is where I like to use intuition. And yeah. I believe that our intuition is a part of our soul. It's a part of our spirit. It doesn't really mm -hmm. matter if you're a quote spiritual person. I believe that we are all spirits and souls having a human mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. And right. So your intuition, like if you're a mom, you probably know you have that mother's intuition. You just mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not a mom, but this is what I hear, right? Like you just I am, have so that, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, you just yes. like know things. Mm -hmm. You just have that gut instinct. And that intuition, that compass is within you for all decisions mm -hmm. in life. So mm -hmm. allowing yourself to develop your intuitive sense and activate mm -hmm. that is one way to listen to your body. But your body also has what I call like body intuition, which is the, the cues, pain yeah. or hunger, or fullness or bloating or energy or feeling tired. Like mm -hmm. those are body cues, which you can listen to. And then I also feel like we have mental intuition. Like we mm -hmm. have knowledge and being empowered with, you know, gentle nutrition knowledge, being empowered mm -hmm. with science about how your blood sugar works is mm -hmm. really empowering. And, you know, some people call that intuition. Some people call it intention, mm -hmm. whatever the case is, you've got yeah. that. So I like to also think about those three pieces when it comes to listening, mm -hmm. utilizing my spiritual, just like divine intuition, mm -hmm. utilizing body intuition and cues, and then also using my brain and ah. what I know, my knowledge as mm -hmm. that, um, yeah, that intellectual intuition. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I really believe that we always have the answers within us if we are mm -hmm. just open to actually yeah. listening. Oh, yes. I mean, it, that's so true. And I think if we think about like, what are the things that disconnect us or like kind of help like make us not able to listen to our bodies, a lot of it is these like outside voices, whether it's diets or things we've seen online or, you know, whatever it may be kind of takes you away from that connection with your body. Because yeah, like you said, it's like our bodies are so smart. They know, you know, hunger, they know like, we have all this within us, but there's so many things that like blur that vision for us. And so it's really like pulling back the curtain so that you can see like, how can I make these like informed decisions to support my body? Um, and I love what you said too, about like listening to your body's only like part of that whole step of like being on the same team. It's like, you also have to like implement, I think, I feel like that implementation piece is also so hard because it's like, okay, if you come from this past of like, oh, well, I can't eat if I'm hungry. I'd only need to eat like at these certain times or whatever those rules. Implementing can be really hard because a lot of it may be like the opposite of what you were taught mm -hmm. on specific diets or taught growing up. But that's, I feel like where a lot of the magic happens too. 
Totally. And that's why I love bringing my clients through a subconscious healing path Mm -hmm. first before Mm -hmm. talking about action. Because if we made Mm -hmm. it so clear for everyone, you know, Mm -hmm. listen, understand and implement, we just do it, right? Mm -hmm. There's like the reason why you may have gone to restriction or binging or obsessing or calorie counting is Mm -hmm. because of something subconscious that Mm -hmm. really doesn't have to do with food at the end of the day. And so if there's a self-sabotage subconscious script playing that says, Mm -hmm. well, you don't deserve to feel Mm -hmm. good, you're not worthy of that, then you could have the blueprint and the Mm -hmm. action steps laid out perfectly in front of you and you're not Mm going to do it. Yeah. Mm. So if you feel that resistance, like, I know logically what to do, but I'm not doing it, stop focusing on what you should do Mm -hmm. and start looking at the subconscious blueprint programming that Mm. is holding you stuck in these patterns. Because just like you said, your body's so smart. Our subconscious mind is so smart. Our brain Mm. is so smart. We want to prove ourselves right. So if you Mm. have this subconscious belief that says you don't deserve to feel good, unfortunately, you're going to end up doing things that support Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And you're not going to feel good. Yes. Yes. Uh, And a lot of that too brings to mind for me, like really digging into like the root versus just looking at like the surface. Cause you know, people may see on the surface, like, oh, I've been dieting my whole life. I don't feel good in my body. Like all these things that they may see on the surface and think like, okay, here's what I need to do to fix it. Follow these steps, do this plan, sign up for this program. But it's like, okay, but there's so much more, like we need to get at the root so that we make this actual like lasting changes. And that's really like getting into that subconscious. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. I couldn't agree more. And it's Mm -hmm. so exciting when people finally realize that. And I think Mm -hmm. typically it's a relief also when they realize that it's not your fault that just doing something different and taking different Mm -hmm. action isn't working or it's not lasting. Mm -hmm. I think that because diet culture just tells us to do this or don't do that. Mm -hmm. And we're in a world of like instant gratification with like, for sure, post this or don't post Mm -hmm. that. And like, it's all about doing. Then we get very disappointed when we try to do something new and it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But really when you can get into that subconscious belief system first and you Mm -hmm. start believing that you're worthy of feeling good you start believing that you deserve self-love and you deserve Mm self-care and you deserve to fill up all those buckets Mm -hmm. naturally eventually the action you're gonna be taking is going to be the most loving action yes yes oh that's so good what do you think then like for people listening who maybe are like gosh, what if I do have these like subconscious, like thoughts, limiting beliefs, like circling my head? Like, how do I even begin to identify those? Which I know that it's like, well, it's not just like this easy, you know, here's what you need to do. But like, what would be some like initial things you would say to someone? So we all have subconscious self-limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. We all have them perhaps in different areas of life. So don't judge yourself. Don't freak out. Congrats, Mm -hmm. you're human. Um, I would say that's the first thing. And then I also, I really believe that, you know, even me as a coach, like I have my own blocks and we all have our own Mm -hmm. blind spots. And so if it makes sense for you to engage in support with a coach or a dietitian or a therapist, then Mm -hmm. explore that, be open to that, because Mm -hmm. ultimately I feel like you're going to get the fastest shifts and you're going Mm -hmm. to 
have those self-limiting beliefs pointed out to you a lot quicker from a third party, just because our subconscious mind doesn't really want to be seen. Like it is below consciousness. But if you're just in the very beginning and you're like, okay, I just want to like explore this on my own just to start out. And I would say, look at patterns. Like mm-hmm. what are the things that kind of always happen for you, whether it's with food or with exercise or with body image thoughts, like kind of no matter what you do differently, it always ends up turning out the same way or feeling the mm-hmm. same way. Examining those patterns can be a really good indication that there's something deeper going on below the surface. And similarly to what we talked about with listening to your body, mm-hmm. If you open up the communication channel and you say to yourself, okay, you know what? I'm actually open and willing to listen to what my heart is telling me and to Mm. listen to what my mind and my fears are telling me, you're going to start finding some answers. A lot of people that are scared to look there. And so hopefully this conversation inspires, you know, whoever is listening to be open to getting that little nudge of Mm. tough love that says, okay, hey, like, yeah. It's time to examine what's going on deeper below the surface. And yeah, just like asking the open-ended questions is also a great way to create a container through which you can receive an answer. Like if you don't ask the question, you're not going to get the answer. So the question might just be, hmm, like, yeah, where did I learn this from? Or what belief system Mm -hmm. is running the show right now? Or like, why do I always do things this way? Not, and the answer can't be, oh, well, that's just how I've always done it. Like mm-hmm. there's going to be an answer deeper that can, yeah, inform more of where yeah. the root is coming from. Mm. And I love what you said about like asking the question, like you can't get the answer without asking the question. And that's, I feel like a lot of the work that we do with our clients in like asking questions. Where'd you learn that to be true? Where does that belief come from? And I think that can be kind of a a messy, hard thing about our like subconscious beliefs that we have or thoughts, behaviors that we have is like a lot of those kind of formed in our brain were like implanted in our brain before we even like were aware of it. It's like when we were so young, when your brain is first developing, like that's when those really like come to be. And so sometimes it's really having to look back of like, oh yeah, when I was younger, like my mom was always on a diet or always talking about her body or like these certain things were happening. And maybe you don't even realize like, oh, so then your brain kind of put two and two together. Like, oh, the smaller I am, the better I am. Like Mm -hmm. you maybe didn't even realize that until who knows, 20, 30 years from those moments. Mm -hmm. So it can take a lot of like unpacking too, and can be uncomfortable, which then makes sense why jumping to something like, oh, well, maybe you just need to eat more vegetables feels like the easy, more comfortable thing. But if we think about like, what's actually going to like support your whole health long term, it's really digging into the first part. Totally. I couldn't agree more. And also like, know that it's okay if you don't know what the answer is, Mm -hmm. because as you said, like, It could be something from so long ago and Mm -hmm. maybe you'll never remember the exact moment that Mm -hmm. it happened. Um, Sometimes you will. You'll just like have a memory that was Mm -hmm. kind of like locked in there. And it's like, oh, that was like a really powerful or emotional moment when like in second grade, that person said Mm -hmm. that thing. Mm -hmm. And just having that awareness can take you very far, but also, mm-hmm. yeah, know that it's okay. If you never find the exact route, you can still do a lot of work and uncover a lot by just being open and willing to be aware of mm-hmm. the thoughts, um, and forgive the root 
the source, even if you don't know entirely or exactly what Mm -hmm. that initial root source was. Yeah. I see that a lot too, especially when it comes to different like food rules or things that we may even like beliefs about our body. Like sometimes people don't have this like aha moment of like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, it was when I was in first grade or this moment. Sometimes it's just thinking. I mean, when you think about like the culture that we grew up in, the culture Mm -hmm. that is now, like, it's like, okay, of course you have these like subconscious beliefs about what your body should look like, how you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. It's just been like this, like watering water that you've been swimming in for so Mm -hmm. long. And so how do we like let go of that without, yeah, maybe not having the exact, like, oh, this is the exact date or the exact moment that like made me have these thoughts. Yeah. And with that, I love what you said, like, of course you are going to have these beliefs. And so I think it's really important to internalize the fact that it's not your fault. It's not, but it's so frustrating because if you're listening to this, you're probably an adult that's responsible for their own health and well-being. And so although it wasn't your fault at this point, you're the only one that's responsible mm-hmm. for making a change. And that yeah. can be so frustrating. Like, that's not fair. Like, why was this put on me? And although it might not be fair, I see it as an opportunity and a gift to be the one who breaks the chain. Mm. Yes. Yes. And that can be so powerful thinking about like, wow, I can make not only impact, you know, your own personal life, but maybe, you know, your family, your children, like this generational impact you can make. Um, But I mean, I'm so glad you said that too, because it is a lot of times it's not necessarily like, you intuitively deciding like, oh, I want to like have a messed up relationship with food or like, how have you my body? It's like been taught to you in probably a million different ways. And so now it's like, how can I recognize that, show myself some grace and work to like move away from that work to like develop this trust with my body? Yeah. Totally. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that. And it really does get to be a gift and something that mm-hmm. you can see as, yeah, a really beautiful healing opportunity. And although, yes, there will be messy times and there will be frustrating times, ultimately we're talking about having freedom with yeah. food and confidence. And, um, I saw this really great graphic about like Mm -hmm. in the small circle was your comfort zone. And then the bigger circle Mm -hmm. is fear. And then Mm -hmm. right after that's learning. And then finally you're at growth. And Mm -hmm. although I don't believe every growth opportunity has to be scary or painful, this one, definitely there's going to be fear that comes up, Mm -hmm. but it's really the only way to get through to that other point. Mm, gosh, that's, yeah, I love that, that visual, that graphic too. For people listening, Sloan, who want to just like learn more from you, hear more about you, where can people find you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Sloan Elizabeth and you can check out my website there and I've got tons of free resources and um, Mm -hmm. a really beautiful 70 minute masterclass that you can check Mm -hmm. out that kind of goes through more of the method of blending the spirituality with the science. Um, But yeah, Instagram is the main place that I hang out. So it's Sloan Elizabeth. Um, And I also have a podcast that's launching really soon. Oh my Um, gosh. Congrats. Thank you. So you'll be able to check that out too. It's just the Sloan Elizabeth show. So everything should be really easy to find. Perfect. And we'll make sure all of that is linked in the show notes. Um, Well, thank you so much for taking the time today for this conversation. I know a lot of people are going to walk away from this just with lots of aha moments and, and next steps to take in their health. Thank you, Dylan. So fun talking. Yes. 
Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.